0: really looks like. Remember to like and subscribe to never miss an episode and hit me up at thelovelylea.com or at thelovelylea on Instagram so we can connect. Become a Patreon supporter to get access to behind the scenes of our guests, freebies, early access to new episodes, discounts on merch, and more. Hello and welcome to another episode of Spiritual Shit. I'm your host, Aaliyah Lovely. And today we are talking about spirituality in a way that we don't normally talk about spirituality. We always talk about spirituality, but um, I have some thoughts about it and something that's been circling through the collective and things that I've been talking to my mystery school participants about. And I just thought I'd share my thoughts on it. Um, This morning I was listening to some Drake, (laughs) and um, there's this lyric in one of his old records where it says something like, um, you know it's real when you are who you think you are. And, and I, and it stuck out to me because I was like, yeah, like, you know, it's real when essentially you finally become who you thought you've always been like deep down and not to over spiritualize a Drake lyric, but (laughs) it stuck out to me. And I thought about that because I thought very much so. And I think very much so about my journey into spirituality and essentially what it means to me to allow spirituality to be essentially in its core, the exploration of self through our own humanity. So I thought about religion, and I thought about my childhood. And religion never really sat well with me. I participated because that was what I was supposed to do. And that's the way I grew up. And I respected it. But there was something about it like that I didn't like that You know, because I had a lot of questions, and I always fucking have a lot of questions. That's just who I am. And uh, I would ask questions, and it would be met with like, "Well, you don't have enough faith if you're not, you know, like believing in this without having to question that or whatever." And so I learned how to be a good little Christian (laughs) that didn't ask questions. And for for a long time, there was just something kind of boiling underneath, bubbling up. You know, wanting to know more about different possibilities or even different theories about how things worked and not feeling like I could, you know, really explore that that there was a part of my essence that was being, you know, stifled. And I remember one time, you know, with my questions and lack of faith, that um, I had I had spoke to my mom and said, you know, well if if God created me and he knew who I was, then why create someone who's going to question? You know, doesn't he know my heart? Doesn't he know that I just really want to know the truth? And And that being something that, you know, at the time being super young, coming to that conclusion that that, you know, that wasn't okay. That even if God knew who I was and God had created who I was and created me to be this person who was super inquisitive and had all these questions and wanted to explore different possibilities, that I was being taught that that wasn't okay. And despite being created that way, you know, and despite being told you should love yourself and you should be this person that you're meant to be, I couldn't be that person. and that in those confines. So, once I broke out of that, I became an atheist. <laughs> like a staunch atheist for about 2 years. I didn't believe in anything. And I liked it that way cuz then I thought, you know, like I'll show them <laughs> nothing actually exists and everybody's stupid and you know, like I just I felt like I basically knew it all. And, you know, no shade to atheists, but I started to realize that it might have been just as arrogant for me to say that nothing exists as much as it as arrogant it was for me to say I knew exactly what happens on the other side. And so I became agnostic. And, you know, I sat very comfortably in that space. So like, you know, I don't know what exists. And someone asked the question, what do you think is going to happen? I don't know. And, you know, being able to be in the I don't know space was really nice for a change because for most of my life, I had to know. And I needed to be on the up and up of what this verse said and verse that verse said. And then on the other side of the science says this and the science says that. And, you know, it was just essentially the same parallel masquerading as the opposite. Right. So here I was in this place of, of kind of sitting in the in-between. I don't know what exists. And, you know, then some day or another, I was running on the treadmill and I came across a video about the secret. And I started learning about law of attraction, and that opened up a whole host of prospects of different things in New Age and mysticism. And you know, and it was so fun again to be able to explore parts of myself and parts of my spirituality. And upon that awakening, I, you know, exploded into so many different types of information that I wanted to get my hands on, and I started to consume as much as I could. And I felt that need of, of of that old pattern kind of starting to bubble up again, that I need to follow someone. I need someone to be able to tell me the way. I need someone to look up to and someone to explain to me, who, you know, who who knows more about this than I do to guide me. And while having mentors are, are wonderful, looking for gurus is, is a whole other thing. Looking for you know, again, another spiritual leader, a pastor, uh, someone to tell me, you know, what is the truth, what it is that I'm supposed to think. And, you know, that's, that was how I had been trained. So that was what I was looking for and comfort upon, you know, reaching this new level of information. So I started to see some of the same pattern in religion that I hated showing up in the guise of healers and teachers and, you know, a lot of people who are teaching stolen teachings repackaged from when they learned it a few years prior, you know, (laughs) um, that happens. And that set me kind of on this journey of really finding my own truth. And, you know, as a naturally curious person, I started, you know, obviously on the podcast, started interviewing those who have perspectives outside of mine And I started to get excited by these revelations that these folks were, you know, bringing in and starting to see all these parallels between different interviewers and different, uh, you know, religions and different perspectives and different practices that they started to seem to see that there was some kind of collective truth that I was finding, you know, for myself. And and I try and tried (laughs) uh, to remain as neutral as possible, whether I agreed or not um but to be in a space of openness and readiness to let my heart decide what journey of truth my journey of truth would look like and understanding that that also wouldn't necessarily be someone else's journey of truth and for them it could be diametrically opposed <laughs> and something that they you know couldn't couldn't stand or you know is is absolutely not the truth and this is why um but i needed to know that this is what my journey was going to be and this is what my truth was and that's something I'm, I'm I'm still on I'm still trying to continue to figure out what that looks like and so what i found simply stated is that being a human is spiritual is my spiritual truth the humanity that we are engaged with day in and day out is a part of our spiritual experience in which we're learning on how to expand from a soul perspective or soul being energy or spirit, whatever, however you want to call it, that seems to be a collective truth that everyone can kind of get on board with for the most part, besides the atheists, So sorry, um, if you're an atheist and and I've been there, so I understand. But if you believe you have a soul, then every encounter you have on this earth is an intake of information that helps you grow. And so I started thinking about my kid. And uh, she's nine months old, and she's learning very quickly that she is not rendered to sitting in the spot that I sit her in anymore <laughs> that she can stand and turn and flip over, and that her muscles are strong, and that she can she's she's fast and that she can grab the remote and put it in her mouth faster than I can say shit so every moment is data that is telling her how the world works, and from that she builds and learns and and grows. And I see spirituality, you know, a lot like that, especially, especially this thing that we call awakening. It seems to be, you know, of the collective data that we aren't just these magnificent biotech machines walking the earth, but that we are also energy. Some people will call that energy spirit or soul, and that soul is taking in data faster than you can say shit. (laughs) So what's frustrating to me are those who are not maybe intentionally trying to stifle that growth, but are trying to gatekeep what spirituality is when spiritually, like spirituality itself cannot be contained. And in those trappings, like souls are getting stuck because someone wants to have control over something that no one really has any control over. And... It's, I was talking to David about this and he had given me this really good visual and he's like, it's kind of like, you know, people are walking down these pathways and someone found a path that a lot of other people haven't been down yet and they they get all the way down there and and, and they're like, oh, you know, hmm, I'm the only one here. Let me build a gate and let me, you know, charge uh, <laughs> a cover for people to go here and do this. But what happens in the process is that that means that that person has to stay there. And they can't move forward anymore because they're so busy, you know, deciding who gets to come through and who doesn't. You you belong here, but you don't. You're like the bouncer of spirituality. And it's like, well, if you become the bouncer, you are no longer someone who gets to go in or continue. And you end up becoming, you know, stifled there. And so it seems natural from like the dawn of time that our human has learned safety and control and trying to herd groups of people towards one belief or another. It's this attachment to power. And the expansive power of freedom is so scary for so many that they want to k- gatekeep this spiritual thing into an expensive aesthetic. And one of my mystery school participants said that, and I loved that because the the thought of, you know, let's let's make it about the crystals and the type of Leggings we wear, and you know, going to these really expensive retreats that are highly whitewashed, and you know, like taking all of these secrets from indigenous whatever and repackaging it for capitalistic gain. And I'm sorry if that offends you. It's just that's that is the nature of what we're looking at here. That it is this this thing that people are now running to that they are losing possibly the connection to essentially the human or the spiritual human that they're trying to get in contact with in the first place and so we're being told by these crystals do these things you know have these exercises take these courses and you know I'm someone who sells courses I have this thing but like I get really icky about it because one I have a self-worth issue I need to get get a hold of but two I don't think that those are the end-all be-all things that are going to help transform your spirituality in a way if that's not your path. And so personally, I feel very much so that this needs to be open. This needs to be very open. Uh, one of my students had had posted something that said, you know, like there's some spiritualists that are like, if you don't follow this person or if you don't believe in this thing and spirituality and you don't believe it, then you're not spiritual or you're not a spiritualist or whatever. <sighs> Gag. So much gagging. So much cringing. Because it it is the same thing that we, isn't that what we, isn't that why we left the church? Like, isn't that why we left, you know, whatever it is that we left to come to this place where we're supposed to have the freedom of being able to explore something different for our own truth? There is a power in openness and curiosity. And I think a lot of people are just really tired of trying to adhere to something because it's going to make them more spiritual. You know, my daughter doesn't try to walk because it'll make her more like me. She tries to walk because she wants to be more of herself. And while she may look up to me, (laughs) she wants to go where she wants to go. And it's perfectly fine to have someone to look up to, but it wouldn't be fitting for me to try to make her into me, right? It wouldn't be fitting to, to try to force her into the confines of what I think is the right way to be a human. And while I can influence her and guide her and best, you know, in best practices, like I really want her to be able to discover what that looks like for herself and for her to make those choices on her own. And I think that's what spirituality these days is kind of trying to do, like look like me, talk like me, you know, do what I do, follow me, like me. And if you're not, then, you know, you're on the wrong path. And, you know, I call bullshit. (laughs) it ends up just becoming another version of religion that, you know, we're probably all guilty of in some facet or another. You know, we can blame it on human nature. But from what I'm learning, we are more than just our nature. Like, we are more than our nature, and we want to expand past that. We all on some level deeply desire to be free, and at the same time, we deeply desire to belong. So fear shows up and tells us, I need to do XYZ to be a part of this group, this regime, this religion, you know, whatever. And so it and it makes us feel in a in a way that we belong to a group. But I would kind of ask you the question: is it more important for you to become more of who you are than being a part of a group that you think will approve of who you are? So in a spiritual leader, who who considers themselves a spiritual leader should be, in my opinion, encouraging our students to ask questions and explore their own truth. Like in the great words of Prince, uh, as one of my students posted, Dearly beloved, we are gathered here to get through this thing we called life. This thing we call life. So, the very essence of what it is that we're here to do and here to be and all that, that good stuff is simply to expand to ask the questions to learn to open and i find that uh you know like we watch other people and we look at their lives and what they're doing and we get very much caught up in the comparison this person has these gifts and this person is a psychic so and so and they can do this and oh i wish i could do that and we find ways for us to you know denigrate ourselves and our own gifts because we we want what someone else has. We want to belong or we want, you know, a lot of times even our ego wants to show up and be like, look what I can do. Look at this party trick. I know for myself that that was a big one I have um, really kind of come into contact with. Uh, Even today, I did a medium reading and it's not something that I promise in my card readings, but it's something that happens every once in a while somebody will show up. And I feel really good to be able to kind of call in that person and get all these details right, whatever. And, you know, it's like, oh, look, I'm gifted. And I used to really get off on that. Like, oh, sweet. I channeled this, or this message came through, and this, you know, get super excited by that. Like, I'm someone special. And I started to learn, like, nah, like, nobody's really special. Everybody's unique, but nobody's special. And in my desire to want to belong to this group that, you know, says that you have to have these gifts or you have to do these things or, you know, even just for validity of, you know, me deciding to go off the beaten path and leave my religion to be able to say, look, see, I was right. I do have these gifts. And this thing is real in order to find myself, you know, to find my own truth. I was leaning so much into those things in order to feel very much that this this is what spirituality was. When in fact, it is barely that at all. It is barely that at all. (laughs) To be able to give someone a reading is amazing. And um, if you have the opportunity ever to tap into that side of yourself, it's such an amazing thing to be able to help someone where they're at. And at the same time, we may put too much importance on those kinds of gifts to consider ourselves spiritual. That in some way, it seems like the direction that we're headed is to become more of something that we've seen and try to copy and paste it in a way. We've seen mediums, we've seen card readers and psychics and, you know, whatever else, healers and whatnot. And we all think that we're supposed to fill that role. And in a lot of ways, you know, I I don't know if that's true, I think that it you know we're we're mostly here just to find our own truth, and so maybe in my facet of the world in my perspective of the universe I mean that says that that's not the case, and in yours, maybe it is, but that's for you to decide right and so what i I think I'm getting at here is you know spirituality. This this world, it seems like very much so that everybody it's is waking up to the possibilities that are in front of us and and what we can discover about who we are. And that's really exciting and it's really beautiful that we are are not our parents' generation or grandparents' generation that really, you know, stifled those things or put people who are doing those things on the outskirts. It's becoming very mainstream. The danger is, is that we become so consumed with, you know, trying to prove to ourselves that we're gifted or that we belong to a certain group or that we have the aesthetic that we need, or we have the crystals that we need, or we have the cards that we need, whatever, that we forget that all of this information of our truth is coming from inside of us. It's not coming from me. It's not coming from guru so-and-so. It's not coming from the stars or from the aliens. It's coming from inside of us. That you are innately gifted with the information that you need for this incarnation. For you to do the work that you came to do and learn the lessons that you came to learn. And all of that information is inside of you. You don't need me. You don't need your pastor. You don't need... Like guru so-and-so. <laughs> um, you don't need the Dalai Lama. Like, it is all inside of you. You are a powerful, powerful, magnificent being. And I I really want to just focus on that because it is so important that you hear that today. It's so important that you know that this information that I'm even just channeling to you right now. Is is inside of you, and how do I know that? Because it's inside of me. Nobody needed to tell me this. And you know, some of you listening maybe go and you're like, "Well, eh, <laughs> this this ain't my truth," and that's fine. I hope that you find whatever it is. But what I'm saying is, is that if in any person that you're following or anything that you're starting to discover about your own spirituality, who you are, and your human experience, and what you're supposed to do on this earth, that ultimately. The truth needs to come from you. And I find that in all of my experiences, whenever I felt like I found truth, whatever resonated with me, it it came in so quietly and so like, this belongs here, this resonates with me. And sometimes I would have things that resonated with more of my wounding, and I would really fall into that. But that was a lesson that I needed to learn in order to get to a space to be able to hear what was the quiet voice the intuition, the gut feelings, the prickles on the back of my neck, you know, the things that that make me go, oh, I, I really resonate with that. I understand that on some soul level. And I think that for those of you who are, um, you know, who've just started listening to the show or, um, you know, are just starting to get into whatever version of spirituality you're trying to get into, that, you know, I just want to make sure that, it, that it's said that this comes from you. Everything that you research and that you under, that you start to understand and start to expand in may help you remember who you are. But if at any point you have someone that you're following or someone who is trying to tell you this is how it is, or this is how it's not, and and it doesn't resonate with you, you know, leave it. I, I, I 100% am not here to tell you how it's supposed to be. Rather, I would really enjoy for you to, this to spark a question for yourself and ask yourself, am I powerful? Do I have the capability to be able to dig inside of myself and get this information that I'm looking for? Do I need to buy all those books or do I need to buy all those cards or do I need to be, buy every single course and and spend all the money and do all the things? Because I know people who do that and they still haven't come to any resolve that makes them feel settled about what they feel in their spirit. At some point, all of these things that we're selling or doing or participating in should be showing us a way back to ourselves. If and at any point you find that someone is trying to gatekeep you and tell you that you can't come past here unless you do X, Y, Z, unless you do this, this, and this, and this is how you're supposed to do it just ask yourself the question, do I? Do I need to do that? <laughs> Is that something that resonates with me? No, no, it doesn't. Then don't. Your soul has come here to experience a very particular, unique perspective of the universe. And whether that means, you know, like there, <laughs> there's a lot happening in our world right now. And there are so many, you know, hair trigger kind of reactions that we can have to people that we disagree with, or the way that the world is kind of in chaos. But they are also in their right to be able to discover what works for them with respect to, you know, obviously not hurting anybody else. But, you know, this, this is the the thing we signed up for. We signed up to do this, to learn, to expand, and at least in my belief, you may not believe that, <laughs> but I think that it's important. It's important for us to know that because I'm just kind of for myself, I'm kind of clocked out about like, what's trendy or what people think we should be doing. And now spirituality is a meme on TikTok. And there's all these like, scammers that are coming and ripping off people or doing quote unquote, spiritual accounts. And, and I made the decision that I was going to stop offering readings for this reason, because part of me feels like there's a shift in the air, there's a change happening that I no longer want to be the person giving someone else the answer. Rather, I would rather teach someone how to look for the answers within. I think that that is the new shift we are headed into. And, you know, if that's something that resonates with you, amazing. I just want to provide and, and, and give, give people the perspective that like, you have the tools to figure this out. Don't go and binge every episode of the podcast, (laughs) my podcast or anybody else's. Give yourself some time to digest and journal and feel and think and say, "Ooh, do I agree with that or I don't agree with that? Don't take my word for it. Do your own research, you know? Like we all have, not everybody. If you're privileged enough to have internet access, then we have access to the same internet. And, you know, there are lots of people putting out lots of content constantly. And algorithms are great at being able to usher in something that seems similar to what you already believe in. So if you're not asking yourself those critical questions, you can be ushered right into a way of thinking that you didn't even choose. And then there's somebody on the other end of that going, "Mm -mm -mm -mm, you got to do this, or you got to do that, or you got to be this person, you got to wear this thing in order to be spiritual. I mean, how dumb does that sound? (laughs) I mean, you're a, you're a human being with a soul, with a spirit. Isn't that spiritual enough? Anyway, I just wanted to extend that to you today that you give yourself enough credit that the, the beam of light that's inside of you, your, your intuition, your soul came here and it didn't come here to be small. It didn't come here to play according to everybody else's rules. It came here to discover something incredible and and groundbreaking for yourself. And sometimes what's groundbreaking for someone, one person is not groundbreaking for the other person, and that's fine. But you have the tools, you have everything inside of you that's necessary and needed to be able to discover more about who you are, who you're awakened to be, what you're supposed to be doing while you're here. And I really hope that in my own purpose, that this message is activating something inside of you to understand your own power. Because it shouldn't be anyone, bouncer, standing in front of spirituality saying you can't come in. It's absolute bullshit. So do your thing. And I wish you all the luck in the world. I hope you like this episode, so please send it to someone you love. We'll see you in the next one.